Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 72, Finding Purpose and Productivity. All right, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today, let's talk about productivity. So it seems like productivity is a huge buzzword in the workplace, at home. We're always talking about, always hearing about ways to be more productive. Um, There also even seems to be some serious mom guilt. Um, One of my favorite and least favorite things to talk about on the podcast um, about those times that you're not being productive. But why do we want to be productive anyway? Because productivity really doesn't need to be a goal unless you have something to do with the time you save by being productive. Productivity is a tool to give you more time and more peace. So instead of falling into this trap of being productive for the sake of being productive that I feel like Um, today's work culture encourages, social media encourages. It's all about the hustle, right? So instead of being productive for the sake of being productive, let's do some productivity myth busting today so you can find some peace and some clarity on why productivity even matters and see if you're getting trapped in any of the thinking uh, where aiming for productivity might actually be harming you and not helping you reach that peace or reach those goals. So let's dig into six different facts about productivity um, that will kind of help you bring clarity as to what the purpose is and what the purpose is not. Um, And again, how we can best use the tool of time management and productivity without falling into this do more trap that is so common. So the first thing is that being productive without a purpose is completely pointless. So I think that every mom has felt this at some point or another. Guilt for just sitting down. Uh, Frustration when you don't have the energy to do everything on your to-do list. Um, Feeling like you can't sit down or lie down until every last task on that arbitrary to-do list is completed. Um, Maybe the idea that your productivity feels like a badge of honor. So if you checked off, you know, 10 things that day, you feel this, this pride at having accomplished so much. Um, But what about the beauty in rest, the beauty in stillness, the beauty in being in the moment and just loving being with your kids and your family? Again, productivity is really more of a tool than a goal, um, and we'll dig into that more a little bit later, but when used correctly, productivity can open up time for you to have concrete goals and plans um, for the future for the time that you open up 
by practicing time management techniques and becoming more productive. Being productive can open up time and energy for other tasks, but really only if you have those tasks or ideas um, of what you want to do at that time set up. So if you feel stressed and overwhelmed with mom life, some time management techniques can absolutely help you kick the overwhelm and help you find the time to breathe. That's why I'm here, right? I'm trying to help you moms kick that constant feeling of mom overwhelm and mom guilt um, in one small way of helping you manage your time spent in the kitchen. Um, So I absolutely believe in productivity and time management. But again, these techniques really only will work for you if you set aside some time to breathe, some time to think, some time to plan. Um, Not just using these meal planning and meal prep techniques or any other productivity techniques to um, fit more in or to fill up that to-do list even more, right? So before you even make an attempt to improve your time management or to become more productive, think about what you even want to do with the time you find. And think about that in a way of your overall life happiness, not just, you know, your big goal slayer type goals that you have in mind. But if you're already feeling stressed, overwhelmed, um, and like you can't do it all, if you use these techniques, use productivity techniques to fill your day with more doing and less being, um, you're probably not really going to feel better. So find that balance. What goal do you have for your life? What speed do you want to take your life at? And then once you've kind of determined that, um, finding some time management techniques can absolutely help you out. Um, But again, not for the sake of just doing more faster, but for the sake of truly clearing out space to live a life of purpose um, and a life of intention, right? So that leads me to the next point. And all of these points kind of, um, they marinade with each other. So they're all really similar. So there's going to be a little bit of overlap here. But the next idea is that productivity can help decrease overwhelm and help you lead a balanced life. So that's kind of what we were digging into there at the end. Um, But I just want to dig a little bit further um, with a little bit of personal experience. So it was about four years ago that I really started making intentional time management and productivity a part of my life. It wasn't that I didn't care before and it wasn't that I was not productive, um, but I was just a lot more go with the flow and didn't really have a huge reason to find concrete ways to improve my time management. To be honest, uh, my natural personality is a little bit more go with the flow anyway. um, And I probably never would have found these techniques if it wasn't for um, a necessity um, just of having an incredibly busy life. Um, I had three kids, a small business to run, and I needed the tool of productivity, right? Um, But even as I improved my time management, things honestly got worse for me before they got better. Um, I started to be intentional about using my time so that I could get more done, but I was using the time that I opened up to do even more work. 
Um, And I honestly find myself in this trap over and over again. It's just kind of part of my personality to, you know, like push through and work. So eventually I found myself even more overworked and overwhelmed because I had found ways to get more done, um, but I still wasn't taking the needed time to rest, to relax and to have fun. So again, productivity can absolutely help you kick overwhelm and find more balance, but only if you have an intentional way to use that time. Um, I find personally, and this was like a huge aha moment for me when I discovered this, but I find that my energy limits my ability to work far more uh, than my time. So even if it seems like a waste of time, it's so much more advantageous for me to read a book, take a nap, take a long shower um, whenever my energy starts to feel spent um, than it is to push through being more productive. This isn't to say that there aren't times or seasons when there's just stuff that we have to get done, but those moments I try to um, consider how I can how I can stop myself from getting in that situation again. So again, like I said, there's times that there's just things that can't be dropped, but that's a signal to me that I've let my boundary slide. I've let too much creep in. And as soon as I find that space to breathe, I need to find a way to let some things go. So again, the point of time management, the point of productivity isn't to use all of that time that you saved to work more. It's to find more space to live the life you want to live. One more point I wanted to make, um, and this goes along with the idea that your energy is going to limit your ability to work more than your time even will. And I I urge you to consider this um, because time is everyone's number one excuse. It's everyone's reason why I have surveys and it's always why you guys tell me that you're not meal planning, why you're not meal prepping. But I urge you to consider if it's not really time, but if it's It's the energy to put in the effort to learn how to do something new or to try something that you've never done before, right? So consider that and see if this is true for you too, because I can almost guarantee that it is. Um, But another thing that really limits my ability to work, um, and this ties along with energy, but it's not feeling well. So feeling... Um, sick, ill, out of sorts, um, be that physically or emotionally. So again, self-care is such a huge part of this because self-care through exercise, through eating well, through sleeping well, through resting, through family relationships, friend relationships, all of these things help me to feel my very best. And that is the number one productivity booster for me. If I have a headache, I'm not going to get anything done. If I, if I'm feeling depressed, I'm not going to get anything done. Right. And all of these things to an extent, right. Can be prevented. Um, through proper self-care. So it's really important for me to make sure that that self-care is happening um, so that productivity can be a natural consequence. And that's kind of my goal with productivity, which is kind of interesting with a blog um, or a podcast called Planned, Prepped, and Productive, right? And I want you to think about even that title as like planned, 
prepped, dot, 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 and productive. Think of productive as the outcome, not as yet another goal. It's an outcome of learning to live your life in this um, a little bit more disciplined way um, that leaves space for everything um, that you need um, for your health as a human. Okay, so because we've kind of talked about the fact that um, productivity is about opening up space, um, we've alluded to this point, but let's make it really clear. This is our next point. Being more productive won't necessarily give you more time to work. Right, so we talked about this Um because the point of time management isn't to open up more time to work, um, you need to be really careful with your expectations around time management. Because your energy is going to limit you, because your um, how you feel is going to limit you, and because we here do not or should not, the idea is to be living the life we want to live. And I hope that for you, that when you write down all of your goals and what you want your most full life to look like, that that is not that you want to be the Energizer Bunny and get everything done every day. And I think when it really comes down to it, it's obvious that that's not what we really want as moms, yet that seems to be the idea that we're pushing or or something deep down inside of us tells us that the more we get done, the happier we're going to be. But that's just not the case. So again, like I said, I can only complete so much work in a day. Productivity techniques help me to work smarter and not harder, but I'm still only going to be able to complete so much work. Um, So if your reason, if your why behind introducing some productivity techniques, if for trying meal prep, for trying um, more advanced planning techniques, uh, productivity techniques. If your goal there is to open up more time to work, you may be able to open up a little bit. And it really just depends on your life and what it looks like. But if you do that and you start feeling like I had felt in the past, you start feeling even more drained, more overwhelmed, more exhausted. It may be time to look at or consider getting help with work specifically. So if I have too much work to do, being more efficient can absolutely help, but it can also just increase that overwhelm. So what are some other ways that you as a mom could get help for your work? Um, I'm huge on hiring help. I recently hired a nanny to come four hours a week just so that I'm able to, I stay home, but I'm able to do whatever tasks are there nagging at me. It doesn't have to be the same every week, but I can get those done and I can know that my kids are being loved and they're getting attention and it brings me so much joy and it's worth every penny to do that. Um, I know many people um, hire out chores, um, Also, just becoming better at delegating chores among your family. This is a real challenge for me um, because it's such an investment of friends to get our kids helping and doing chores. But I think it's absolutely worth it. Um, That's one of those times where I feel like um, 
you truly are investing in a more peaceful future with, you know, maybe a miserable time now, because I'm going to be honest, teaching my kids to do chores is miserable, but um, it does, it does bring so much more back and it's, it's worth it. And more than just the um, peace and time I get back as a mom, it's worth it to me to know that my kids are learning um, work values and things that I know that they will need skills. I know they will need to succeed in the world. Um, consider asking your husband for more help. And again, I think women, I think we fall into this trap that we think that our husbands just don't want to help or they, you know, aren't willing. And I don't know, I don't know your life, so I don't particularly know what your situation is exactly. But I think more often than not, we just need to give them specifics. We need to give them tools and just tell them that, tell them we're struggling and that we need help um, so that the whole family can work better. So again, absolutely use these time management techniques to help you where you can, but consider asking for help. Um, One quick plug I want to talk to you about meal prep. Um, And this is not an episode about meal prep, but because that's what we talk about here most often. Um, and this is something you could apply to other things as well, but, but me meal planning and meal prepping actually gives me the opportunity to utilize help in my house more easily and more efficiently. Um, and this is because, um, my husband is perfectly willing. He's perfectly capable of cooking, but he is not as skilled in this area as I am. I have a lot more practice, but by having a detailed meal plan and meal prepping, Um, so many of the steps are done that it's a lot easier for him to jump in and help when I need him. Um, it's not something that he feels, um, completely out of place about. Right. So that is one really valuable part about meal planning and meal prep. If you want more help, um, kind of setting systems in place will really help those other people in your household be able to help in a way that doesn't feel stressful and overwhelming to them. All right, so the next point is that productivity does not improve your self-worth and it is not a badge of honor. So I think one of the biggest reasons that moms struggle with feeling the need to be busy all the time is this society that we live in. We see snapshots of other moms' lives and we assume that they are able to accomplish so much by working nonstop and never taking a break. That's this vision we have of other moms, right? But ultimately, there's so much we can't see. We don't know the mental state of the other moms around us. We don't know how much help and support they're getting from outside sources. And again, no judgment there, but we can't assume that they're doing everything themselves when we really don't know. We don't know how much quality one-on-one time they're spending with their kids. And if that's something that we value, it's something that we need to make time for, right? Um, Whether or not those moms we see around us are doing the same thing. I know that I've spent so much time equating my worth with how much I was able to accomplish. And this is just not true. Life is not a race. And the more we run ourselves ragged, the longer it's going to take us and the longer and to reach our goals. So I think that part of the reason that we equate our self-worth with productivity is because it's something that we can easily measure, something that you can see. But I just want you to consider for a minute, can you measure peace? Can you measure feelings of love and contentment um, of your kids and with your kids? Can you measure 
the moments that you spend truly present. Um, There are so many valuable things in our lives and in our families that are harder to measure than productivity, but let's make it a goal to measure them. Um, And if you have to add this as a space to your journal or to your planner, and this is one of the big reasons why, again, we're going back to planners, but why I love my custom planner because I can... Um, choose the things that are important to me, the things that give my life purpose, and I can choose to be intentional about them and choose to measure them. Um, And again, it's never going to be like scientific. You're like, okay, I had seven truly present moments with my kids and I, my feelings of contentment and love are at an eight, which is improved from a seven. It's not really like that, but you can choose to, you know, journal did I take the time to spend time with my family today? Or did I take the time to just watch and enjoy my kids, right? You can consider adding this as a prompt so that you start to see how full and abundant your life really is, even if all you accomplish is like changing and feeding your kids that day. That is a huge accomplishment some days, right? So let's look at other things we can measure aside from productivity. And I'm not saying that productivity can't be one of those things that we measure, but let's measure the whole of what makes our life full, right? All right. So the last thing, just one more reminder, we've said this a few times in the episode, productivity is a tool and tools can be used in good and bad ways, right? So tools are only effective if we use them the way that they're intended to be used, right? So um, a hammer can be a really useful tool or it could hurt you ultimately, right? So being more productive does not need to be a goal in and of itself, but should be a tool used to accomplish your other goals. You can use time management techniques to open up space to live your best life, or you can use time management techniques to continue playing the comparison game and to continue being overworked and overwhelmed. The choice is yours. Let's let go of productivity as a goal, moms, and instead see what the goals, the tool of productivity can help us reach. And instead, see what goals the tool of productivity can help us reach. All right, my friends, I hope that that has given you a little bit more clarity on why I do what I do, why you can and should find some time management techniques that work for you, but kind of finding the bigger why behind that. And also just finding some times to be still and to be slow and intentional about your life. There is beauty in that. It's so much beauty in that. And I think we're really losing that as a society. So look for that, my friends. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked this episode, if you could feel the relief that comes from letting go of productivity as a badge of honor and feel the drive to find time management techniques that work for you so that you can be the most present mom that you want to be. Please share this with your mom friends. This message is so needed. Um, Leave me a review. That's always helpful. And reach out if you have thoughts um, about productivity and about how you've experienced it or um, patterns you've noticed. 
You can always reach me, amanda at callmebetty.com. I'm also currently active on Instagram, though it may take me a day or two to get back to you there. Um, the Instagram handle is at planned, prepped, and productive. Um, those links will be in the show notes if you want to send me a message. Um, if you have questions, please let me know. I love to use questions that I get to drive podcast topics. So again, if you have questions, you might just see them in a future podcast and I will be sure to answer you as well. Thank you so much for supporting me and being here with me. Um, and I believe in you guys. I know that we are meant for so much more as moms. So let's work towards that. All right. Next week, we are going to talk about where to start with meal planning and meal prep if you have never done it and you have no idea where to start. So this is going to be the basics of the basics. What do you do that very first week when you're starting out? I'm hoping it will be helpful for those of you who have been listening for a while, but who maybe feel a little bit stuck. Like, you know, these things would be helpful. You know that you could feel so much more peace. You know that you could accomplish more, but you just feel like paralyzed as to where to begin. So this episode is for you. So if you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. Make sure you set a timer. It's coming out next Friday at 9 a.m. as always. And be sure to tune in. Thanks again for tuning in, my friends. I'm so grateful for you. Until next week, happy planning.